The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Bart Walker. Well, good morning to you. Welcome into the Action Line from WGNS. This morning, we're looking at law and order here in the heart of Tennessee. Visiting with us from the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office, Lisa Marshoshone. Hey, Lisa, good morning to you. How's everything going in your world? Everything's going great in my world. How about you, Bart? I'm doing fine. Good to have you with me. It's good and, to be And you here. brought a friend with you today. Who did you bring? I brought Sergeant Gary Heron. Hey, he Gary. is over community services for the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office. This is a busy time of the year for you. Yes, sir. Lots of things. Uh, you've got Citizens Awareness Network, the Sheriff's Citizens Academy coming up, all of these things. Uh, why don't we start with the Citizens Academy because that's right on us. Absolutely. We are going to be, uh, it's a 10-week course. I'll tell you a little bit about it. It's a 10-week course, uh, classes, I guess, if you want to call it. Uh, we meet every Tuesday from 6 to 9 uh, in our facility at the Sheriff's Department. Uh we just go over basically some of the d- different departments within our department. Uh, we we have patrol. Uh, we're going to hear from the sheriff. Uh, we have a range day. We get to see the canines do their job. A uh, little participation there. We have the mounted patrol. We've got a jail tour. We also are going to have uh, some mental health classes. Uh, different detectives are going to come in talk about different uh crimes that's going on the computer crimes maybe the fraud and general crimes so we're going to hear from the SWAT team narcotics and then we're going to take a courthouse tour and then the 10th week it's the graduation dinner uh-huh. it's all about food at the end <laughs> now, this cost a lot of money right it is free to the public. Okay. Absolutely. And I have been through that. It is, it's great. It's great information, uh, great fun. And, and you have a bond of people who continue to, to work with the sheriff's office. Absolutely. After they complete the uh, citizens, uh, Sheriff Citizens Academy, they can be part of the uh, sheriff's alumni. And uh, it's a great program. The, uh, they do so much for the sheriff's department and for, you know, the patrol officers and all, all the employees up there they just they're just it's a great program that shares alumni afterwards now when do, does the class start and what nights will it be okay uh that will start august the 23rd which is next tuesday uh and we meet every tuesday night from six to nine there at 940 new salem highway okay and so it's august 23rd through when let me look at that date okay. there, Mark. <laughs> you said what? It's ten weeks. weeks. <laughs> okay, for ten it, weeks. It should we should be done by November first. We're going to take one week off during the fall break for the schools. That way, nobody doesn't feel obligated that they have to miss or you know come for that class. Sure. Uh, we we try to gear it towards the the families as well. And uh, now to sign up, do you have to fill out a form, or is there a form online? Or yes, sir. If they if they can contact me. And my email is G for Gary, last name of Heron, H-E-R-R-O-N, at R-C-S-O-T-N dot org. Here's the interesting thing, Bart. The 19th, which is, which is this Friday, is the ending 
of taking applications. Okay, so this Friday is the deadline. The deadline, yes. Okay. So uh, don't wait on that one. No, hurry up. Come on, be a part of us. Yeah. We're going to have a great time. And it's free, so it's not going to break the budget. Absolutely. <laughs> and you'll have a lot of fun. We have a blast. So that is the upcoming Sheriff's Citizens Academy. Uh, almost sounding like it, but quite a bit different, is SCAN, the Senior Citizens Awareness uh, network. <laughs> yes, that's another great program, which, which which we have talked about that here on this program many times. It's a program that we are out there to help our seniors. Some of our seniors out there, they don't have any type of support group, but we're they're going to get a support group, not only just a support group. I always, always call it an extended family because that's what we are. Uh, it, it is it's such a joy to see the seniors. When you walk in their door and you start talking to them, they just light up. They're just so happy to see. But we, we try to take care of them. We, we provide uh, different services. We have resources. You know, hey, if they need to get a ride somewhere, we have vouchers if they're in this program to get to their doctor's appointments or get to the grocery store. We also uh, uh, pass out food, try to do it every quarter to these individuals and so we're just here to take care of them be a part of their family and of course they're our family and during thanksgiving i know that's coming up we have a big thanksgiving dinner for them so if somebody's listening right now and they think i have some extra time i like to do little do-it-yourself jobs around the house i love to help people what can they do to sign up uh, do you have to go through a process of signing up and getting indoctrinated <laughs> yes <laughs> we have an application process you know because we we want to make sure that they're there for the right reasons you know but we are so happy to have the help as much help as possible sure uh we have approximately a, i think it's around close to about 95 in there right now we have approximately 20 more intakes uh we we go through get some intakes done and more people come in and but it's a process and so we just recently got a, a total of i think it's four more new volunteers and we are so grateful for that uh just so we can get out there and reach our seniors we have a text here from a listener who's saying i have an uncle who is living in the rural areas of rutherford county and we get worried about him occasionally he really lives out in the country uh is there some way to get him on a list where people can check on him. Absolutely. That, that's one of the things that we do. I'm glad you brought that up. We call them weekly and we visit them monthly. So they're going to get a phone call to say, hey, how's things going? Do you need anything? We miss you. We love you. We're here for you. And, Just and have, there's always something that, you know, changing a light bulb is a big deal if oh, you absolutely. can't reach the light bulb. Yes, and we also put up those safety rails, like if they need to get oh, in, okay. into the uh, the shower. Uh, we have some medical equipment that we that's been donated to us, uh, and we're able to give it to them wheelchairs, uh, bathroom seats, shower seats, all, all that good stuff. And Lisa is showing you something. What is that you're showing him? Okay. We also give them alarm buttons. Oh, okay. That they can <laughs> directly reach dispatch if they have an emergency. Okay, so how does that work? You push it and the sheriff's dispatch gets the message or it what? It rings to the sheriff's dispatch. How do they know? What Can you talk to the person or 
do you know what happened to them? Are they yes. fallen or what? Yes. So it's 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 kind of like uh, the the commercial. I've fallen and I can't get up. It's right. one. It's it's a medical alert button, and as long as they have a landline, and most seniors have a landline. I'm I'm not a senior yet, but I still got a landline, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and so we can hook it up to that. It's no cost to them. There's no monthly fee, and all they got to do is push that button, and it'll call dispatch and there's a way to speak to dispatch through the through that very good so you can feel safe about absolutely that. yeah and so as long as you're within i guess a relatively or does it matter how close you are to your phone no because it's not using it's just using your phone to get the message absolutely back. yes okay okay that was a grant funded from the sharing change by mill tennessee electric oh wow so they, they do such a good job over there they do they we have a good partnership with them and they are helping so many organizations at Middle Tennessee Electric. Our hats off to them. Yes. Uh, for more information about, and what is that program called where you get the, the little button around the neck? It, it, it's part of the SCAN program. Oh, if it's you're, just part of SCAN. Okay. Yes, it is. Yes, sir. Okay. And is there a charge on that? No, sir. Wow. I, I can't believe what's available out here. It, it is. It, it's, there, there's a lot out there. Oh, what a great community we live in. Lisa, you have a lot of activities going on at the Sheriff's Department. Uh, we're, we're not that far away from 9-11, and that's always uh, one of the great tributes of the year that uh, is held at the Sheriff's Office. Bart, this will be our 21st year to have the 9-11 Memorial Remembrance Ceremony. This was a... a an idea crafted by now retired Deputy Greg Dodson. It was his dream to remember everybody who was affected that day, the people who were killed that day, and then the military who responded to keep America safe. It, through his efforts, we were able to, and Sheila Wright was another key member of this team to get the, um, to work on this project. They worked to get a beam from the World Trade Center, and we had volunteers who were able um, to bring the beam to Murfreesboro. And it's we have a memorial at the sheriff's office. It's very symbolic. The beam is the is the centerpiece of the memorial. You've seen it before. Oh, it's beautiful. It is. It's a three thousand pound. Probably one of the larger pieces to be taken out of the. World Trade Center. Yes, yes. And we had a volunteer trucking company who brought the beam here. And we loaded it, I guess, maybe 10 years ago. And there are um, four planters around to represent the planes that crashed. And the beam is secured on three columns, one to represent the firefighters who died, the law enforcement officers, and then the paramedics. And it's, it's kind of in a garden spot, too, so it's a really nice place to come and sit. Most of the work was done by volunteers. A Boy Scout did his Eagle Project and did the gardens for us. And then people brought, bought bricks to line around the memorial. It's just a lovely, lovely place. A lot of love put into that. Oh, a lot of love. And this ceremony is, is very touching, and it is important for us to never forget this. We, After a few years, you, you sometimes forget some of the things that have happened, but we should not forget that. 
and uh, Rolling Thunder. Uh, the group is is always a big part of that. Absolutely. Uh, now, what uh, what time will it be? Obviously, it will be on nine eleven. Actually, it's going to be oh, on Friday. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bart. Um, what does 9-11 fall on this year? It's on Sunday this Sunday, year. Sunday, okay. Yes. It's going to be at 9 o'clock Friday, September 9th, at the Sheriff's Office Memorial. Um, Sheriff Fitzhugh, Mike Fitzhugh, is very much a supporter of this event, and he comes from a military family. He understands the importance of the military in protecting the United States, mm-hmm. but he wants this ceremony to continue. Well, let's let's make sure that it does. Uh, I remember we were there at the very first one, and practically all the rest of them. Truman uh, was a big supporter of yes. those, uh, and and uh, just always uh, a, a wonderful opportunity to get the community together in a positive manner too. Yes. So do you have some guest speakers that you know of this year? Yes, our guest speaker is Lieutenant Colonel Mark Tyndall. He is from the Tennessee Army National Guard, and he is a director of strategic plans and policy for the National Guard, and he's really excited about coming here and speaking. Is he from this area? I, I'm not sure where he's from, but he works at the National Guard in headquarters in Nashville. Very good. So circle that date on your calendar. Friday, September the 9th, 9 o'clock in the morning at the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office, 940 New Salem Highway. Uh, Do you park there or do you park elsewhere and shuttle in? Oh, you can park in the parking lot at the Sheriff's Office. Okay, very good. So uh, you need to get there about what time? I would say about 15 minutes early to get seated. It's... um, we have other things as well. We have the Honor Guard from Smyrna Fire Department and Police Department, Emergency Medical Services, and then the Sheriff's Office. They'll have a 21-gun salute. And we're hoping to get Riverdale Singers again. And they did a beautiful job last year of Patriotic Fantastic. That was great. One thing people need to keep in mind, especially if you are homeschooling uh, and the kids uh, are able to go, Take the children. Uh, they need to be a part of this. They need to get into that routine, and that will help to keep this tradition alive. Yes. So, again, that's uh, coming up 9 o'clock in the morning, Friday, September the 9th. Tell you what let's do. Let's pause for just a moment. We will continue the conversation. If you have any questions about law enforcement, here in the heart of Tennessee, we have two friends from the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office with us this morning. If you have any questions about the Citizens Police Academy, uh, Citizens Sheriff's Citizens Academy, uh, if you have questions about the SCAN program for senior citizens, if you have a question about the 9-11 tribute, give us a call. Or if it's just law enforcement in common, uh, just any question dealing with law enforcement, 615-893-1450. Or you can text us at that same number. 615-893-1450. We'll be right back. We're News Radio WGNS. 101.9-1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. The final goodbyes. They're most dear to my heart. This is Jenny Harrison at Ryan Flowers Coffee and Gifts. Last funeral that I did, I added a extra ribbon to her paw 
and it mentioned her wings were ready, but her hearts were not, and she loved it. Ryan Flowers Coffee and Gifts, 117 South Academy, just a couple blocks off the square. Plus, we offer delivery to all Rutherford County and as well as surrounding counties. Oh, this is Amanda from Animal City inviting your family to come do business with my family. And if you're looking for a bird companion in your future, come see us at Animal City. We have some of the best hand-fed baby birds waiting to be your next pet. Whether your pet has scales, feathers, or fur, Animal City is the place for them. When you come see us, make sure to check out our two full floors full of great pets and supplies to keep them happy and healthy. Animal City, 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Family Restaurants. Do you know somebody who has moved far away and is missing eating at Demas's? Well, Demas's Family Restaurants now offers many of our sauces and some of our food, such as pot roast and soup, to be shipped all across the nation. It's very simple. You just go to DemasFamilyKitchen.com and you can send an order to anybody as a gift all across this nation. You can send an order to anybody. Go to DemasFamilyKitchen.com We'll see mostly cloudy skies here for this afternoon, high in the mid-80s. Winds out of the north at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy, low of 64. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 68. Morning's still busy, but it's moving 24 out through the Hickory Hollow area, 24 westbound, headed into Davidson County, leaving Rutherford County. Lots of radar out here this morning. Sections of 840. Give yourself a little bit of extra time. Slow it down. Hey, you have Princess Hot Chicken is now hiring. If you haven't been there in a while, check out that menu at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Did you know we specialize in commercial and fleet business? We're equipped to handle all of your company's automotive needs. Download our Tire World app today for free oil changes and electronic coupons. Come by today for all of your automotive needs. Online at tireworld.us. We're loud. We're proud. We're blue. WGNS AM and FM. Your home for the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. Welcome back. Don't forget that our Slick Pig winner for the delicious, oh man, banana pudding right there at Slick Pig is our birthday person, Becky Buckner today. And our good neighbor of the day is Craig Rappaport. Craig is always helping others. He's over at Adam's Place. Does a great job, Craig Rappaport. Our good neighbor of the day, and he'll receive flowers from... Jenny and the family over at Ryan Flowers Coffee and Gifts at 117 South Academy Street. Welcome back. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. If you want to join us, if you have a question, you can talk or text, whichever you prefer. 615-893-1450. And we're focusing on law and order here in the heart of Tennessee this morning. Our guest from the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office Sergeant Gary Heron and Public Information Officer Lisa Marshashoni. Welcome back. School is back. Uh, I'm sure people have noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> the speed, I hope you've noticed the speed zones. Uh, it's what, 15 miles per hour? Is that in all school zones? Yes, in most schools, yes, it is. Even if they're way, way out in the country, it's still 15. So be aware of that. 
the, the fines are pretty stiff if, if you are caught speeding through the school zones or playing with your cell phone or anything like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yes, we don't – you don't want to be speeding through school zones. I mean, think about it. You might not have any kids, but that's somebody's kids that's walking through there. And we're trying to do our best to slow people down, get them off their cell phones. You cannot be on a cell phone through a school zone. And you don't want to pay that fine. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to pay any fine. Exactly. Really just obey the laws. Absolutely. And, we're, and, you know, we're trying to protect our kids. Yeah, very definitely. The school crossing guards do a phenomenal job. Yes, they do. They do a fantastic job. And that's that's one group that we're really proud of. Uh, they are consistently doing a good job. And uh, our hat's off to all the crossing guards with the county schools as well as the city schools and private schools. They all have crossing guards, and they're all there to keep those children safe. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things we really need to think about is if you're going through and you know that you're going to go through a school zone, leave a little bit early so you're not in a hurry. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people that I know we all run late every now and then. However, if you're going through a school zone, you really need to take your time because those crossing guards are out there, like I said earlier, to protect our kids of Rutherford County. And, and another thing, too, is one of the things that's so important is they're out there trying to do that. There's no reason to get angry or get upset for them doing their job to keep the children safe. So very much so. Uh, let's let's get behind them and obey the laws. Lisa? The school, we had a meeting with the school crossing guards before, and they had some training and, you know, learned how to do the right signals and everything. And um, Sergeant Tim Hayes, who's an SRO, lead, led that. And they are just so enthusiastic, and they're really committed to keeping the kids safe. Very definitely. And, and you know, they're all they're joyful. There's been some question about whether we have enough school crossing guards in the county. We have. An, I talked to Sergeant Hayes this week. We do have enough crossing guards, and we have some substitutes. But we're always looking for new people. If anybody is interested, they what, can. What qualifications do you have to have? To mostly care about the children. We train everybody and teach them how to do this, the signals for the drivers. And mostly it's somebody who's committed and who's committed to doing the job all through the school year, even if it's raining or, you know, if it's hot, they're out there. If it's cold, they're out there. It doesn't matter. But it's two hours a day. Two hours a day, and, and, and that's it. But uh, That's it. But you're helping in the community, and you're paid also. Yes, you are paid. Okay, this is not a volunteer <laughs> this job. This is not a volunteer job. Okay, uh, and just uh, are you assigned in an area near where you live, where you know the kids maybe? They try to accommodate people as much as they can. And Bart, another thing in partnership with the schools being open, the Rutherford County Safety Task Force is out there right now. Um, they've The officers have committed to be in the school zones, and that consists of Murfreesboro Police, the sheriff's office, Smyrna police, Laverne police, Eagleville police, and the Tennessee Highway Patrol. They're all monitoring the school zones the first couple weeks especially to make sure that people obey, that the drivers slow down, that they pay attention, they stay off their cell phones, they're doing radar, they're, um, it's just a big presence to 
make drivers aware since we've had the summer. You know, they want to make sure people are, are slowing down and obeying those laws and keeping the children safe. That's just utmost. So slow down in the school zones and don't mess around with your cell phones either. Correct. We have a text here from a listener, and they said that uh, the other night they have a ring camera, uh, and it came on and started recording someone trying to break into their car, and they uh, were alerted, and they went out and uh, started shouting at the people, and they ran away. Uh, obviously, that was successful for them. Uh, sounds a little risky. You never know if those people Absolutely. are armed or not. Absolutely. The best thing to do if you see that is just call 911 to get the appropriate people out there to take care of that problem. Uh, they might have ran from their house, but where are they going next? And if, yes, that house was taken care of at that time, I wouldn't suggest that just because you never know, not in this day and time. Uh, but I would definitely call 911 so you can get the appropriate people out there to take care of that, that situation. Very good. And catch them. Now, have we had an increase in auto burglaries in the county? I know we we have in the city, but has it has that that spread out throughout the county? I don't know the the exact statistics on that. However, there's burglaries happening every day, so I, I don't know if it's reached our county. I know we've we've had we have issues with it. I'm not saying no, we don't, but we do have issues with that. So uh, the best thing is to lock your car. Absolutely. But we we forgot. We you know we, we do forget once in a while Bart, to do those things. We don't live in Mayberry anymore. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so the best thing to do is lock them up, lock everything up. Make sure turn your outside lights on. Just leave them. And the way the LED lights are these days. It's not going to be that expensive no, to do that. We'll spend more money at a gas station getting a drink than we would probably paying for the light bill. Yeah. If you really think about that. And just it's just lighting it up. I I try to tell my neighbors, hey, keep your outside lights on all the time. Mm-hmm. So now people don't want to break into a house or break into a car where the lights are on. So they avoid that area. Well, they're they can be detected at that time. Mm-hmm. People can see what's going on. But a lot of times it happens, er, uh, you know, like late in uh, early in the morning. But still, just Lisa. Okay, uh, we got the July statistics just recently, mm-hmm. and we had six auto burglaries in the county last month. Six. So that's not a huge amount, does it? No, sound? it's not. Let's take a phone call. Good morning. You're on WGNS. How are you today? Good morning. Well, hi. I want to say something about people speeding in school zones. Okay. It is ridiculous. It really is. People do not care. They do not care. Well, how do you and think the people, we can, how can we I get don't that know. Across? They start, they need to start giving tickets, giving, giving tickets, make them pay, pay enough to where they'll get their attention. Pay till it hurts. Yes, yes, sir. Very good. Well, thank you for calling. Uh, you want to well, share I mean, what it's, school zone? It's really, it, it's really got to be something done because, you know, people are just speeding. You tell them to slow down, they don't slow down. They do not care. They're always in a hurry. Now, what school zone are you noticing this in the most for you personally? Well... I'm working at Black Fox right now. It's not my school, but we don't have anybody else to come over here. I'm working two schools. Mm-hmm. We okay. need people to work. 
So are, and you, are you a crossing guard? Yes, I am. Well, thank you for all that yes, you do. Yes, thank you. Well, you know, I, I was scared to death to come over here because I've never worked a four-lane. Oh, yeah. And I'm still scared. I'm standing out here scared to death while I'm working that I'm going to get hit. Well, we thank you for all that you do for our children. What would you do to encourage more people to become crossing guards? Well, go to the police station and, and uh, get a job. And they'll, they'll tell you what to do. They'll, okay. they'll give you training. So, and it's, it's worked out uh, positive for you? Well, I've been here since 97. Wow, that is wow. phenomenal. That's great. Well, thank you again. I, you know, I hate to complain, but something's got to be done. Uh, you know, you see somebody get run over and people slow down for five minutes, and then they just forget about it. It's, we, it's awful. It's awful. We need to get back to caring more about our fellow man. I, I don't know if I don't know what the I don't know if the police need to give more tickets or put a radar. I mean, they've had radar sitting out here. They give it somebody a ticket and they just take off flying they don't care hmm. the police do their job but it, I, don't, I don't know I don't know the answer I, I don't know either but uh, thank you for all that you do you're doing a, a great part in reducing those problems thank you thank you have a great day good morning you're on WGNS how are you today oh good thank you good I have a quick question about a school zone. Okay. When you're approaching a flashing light, and that's when the school zone starts, and you go through at 50 miles an hour, and then you reach the other flashing light, which I, I think is the end of the school zone, if there's not a sign like beyond that second flashing light that says end of school zone, is the flashing, the second flashing light, considered the end of the school zone? That's a good question. <laughs> yes, ma'am. As long if there's not a sign past that, because you know sometimes okay. there there is a sign that'll yes. say yes. Uh, end of school zone. Uh, right. If there's not one, then yes, that would be the end of school zone because that's the beginning okay. of the opposite side of the traffic. Okay. 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 That's what I thought, but I wanted to make sure, especially with the couple of incidents that have happened in the past few weeks. But I, I wanted to make sure that that is considered the end. Okay. And, and you know, <laughs> Thank you so much. something else to take in consideration, if you see kids around there, or if you do go past that sign, still be cautious of the of your speed as you go past that last sign. Just, you know, because again, our number one concern is those kids. And so if there's kids, just because it's the end of the, the, the flashing light, still take your time. Very good. Thank you for your call, by the way. Our phone number? Uh, did you have something else to say, ma'am? Oh, just that even if the light is not flashing, anytime you're around at school, you should be aware. Absolutely. Very true. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. Thanks for listening. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. you got that? 615-893-1450. You can talk or text whichever you prefer. And good morning. You're on WGNS. How are you today? Good. How about you? Doing great. Thank you. Good morning to you. Hey, I um, appreciate the school zones. Love kids. But I was wondering if parents 
I mean, I know nobody else in the history of the world has had kids. (laughs) They've done it forever. And wonder if the parents could let their kids take the school buses rather than blocking all lanes of traffic um, to pick them up. You know, people do care about their kids, and the bus drivers do, too. And it would save us all gas and time and blockage. That's true. A very good point there. Uh, Would you like to make any comments on her thoughts there? Well, I know I had kids, and uh, we, when at the the time when my kids was elementary school, we would, we just lived right down the road from there, from the school. So it was easier for us to take them to school than them to have to get up at 530 in the morning, get on a bus and go through the whole route when I could let them sleep a little bit longer. Hopefully they have a much better day and then just drive down there to there. Uh, and, and that's a lot of options too. I mean, as parents, we know that the kids are more safe with us. And sometimes that's their decision. Hey, I want to take them to school myself. I have that opportunity. I'm able to do that and take them to school. And Uh, I would imagine there's also children who live too close to go to use the school. But you have to to live in a certain area to uh, be able to use the school bus, I guess. Right. I mean, if you're a block away, (laughs) you can't probably. I mean, the thing that that you got to think about is really – if the kids did ride the bus, they're going to have to go that whole bus route and you just live a block away. I'd rather take my kid in a car. That's just me personally. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. 615-893-1450. And with schools, also the School Resource Officers Program, which got a start right here at the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office. Uh, in fact, I think wasn't uh, this one one of the first in the whole state? We Rutherford County Sheriff's Office was the first number one school resource officer program in the state of Tennessee, and uh, it has it, people have come here from other counties just to watch and learn from what we're doing. They have um, Bill West, who is a retired SRO, and Carrie Nelson, who's a present SRO, have gone to other states and even overseas to teach the SRO program to different communities. They become more than officers in the school they become friends mentors uh, of the of the students they have and some of our sro now our, our sros now are were students and they have become sros oh, interesting and so <laughs> that's the ultimate compliment i mean showing you what a great impact the sro has on mm-hmm. students that the students grow up and they become sros yes. because of covid it's been a little difficult for the last couple of years because students, you know, were, did the virtual learning and the kids are still trying to get back together. One of the things that I was really impressed with during COVID was um, SRO Chad Dodson, who's at Las Casas Elementary School. He noticed the kids wearing masks that first year and they look so forlorn, especially in an elementary school. So he decided to bring a stuffed animal that he named Pancake, and he'd sit outside the cafeteria door, and he'd have Pancake wave to the kids, and it just became a phenomenon there. Um, he has since added other stuffed animals <laughs> to the his, um, I guess his zoo is a good way to put it. But the kids last year built a house out of cardboard boxes for the animals, 
but it's it's just really picked up. The kids are excited. Pancakes like a mascot for them. And it just builds such school spirit. That's just one example of what the SROs do. So let's let's say thank you to the SROs as well as the crossing guards, uh, all doing a phenomenal job. We're going to pause for just a moment. We will be back and continue the conversation. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. That's 615-893-1450. From the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office visiting with us this morning, Sergeant Gary Heron and Public Information Officer Lisa Marshashoni. Money issues? There's someone local you can talk to. Financial Coaching Radio with certified financial planner Jason Qualls. Weekdays at 4 on News Radio WGNS. Don't throw away cabinets, furniture, and appliances. Donate it to the Habitat Restore. We have had increase in costs for lumber and building materials. So our houses now cost about 120000 Shop at the Habitat Restore and help others achieve the dream of home ownership. We have many wonderful success stories and we're so proud of our homeowners. The Habitat Restore, 850 Mercury Boulevard. And I would highly recommend Adam's Place is a place to enjoy life. It's comfortable. The settings are homelike and not sterile. Adam's Place is a place they're looking out for you. You feel at home. And I'm very fortunate there's a lot of people here I already knew. To get back to the food, I want to say one thing. The chef does a fabulous job here. I'm Larry Castelli. You know, I would highly recommend Adam's Place. The Garden Patch Thrift Shop on Spring Street in downtown Murfreesboro. We are very blessed to have volunteers, to have friends that are decorators that come in and merchandise our store and do our window displays that help with linens, that help with jewelry, that help just make the store look really nice. Proceeds from sales benefit Greenhouse Ministries, a faith-based nonprofit serving the underserved here in Murfreesboro. The Garden Patch Thrift Shop on Spring Street across from the tall NHC building Morning, still busy, but it's moving 24 out through the Hickory Hollow area, 24 westbound, headed into Davidson County, leaving Rutherford County. Lots of radar out here this morning. Sections of 840. Give yourself a little bit of extra time. Slow it down. Hey, you have Prince's Hot Chicken is now hiring. If you haven't been there in a while, check out that menu at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. We'll see mostly cloudy skies here for this afternoon, high in the mid-80s. Winds out of the north at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy, low of 64. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 68. Hi, this is Gator with Tire World Off-Road. We're your local rough country dealer. So when you're ready to add some character to your rig, ask for Gator at Tire World Off-Road on Memorial Boulevard. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Online at tireworld.us. WGNS talks about all things local. It's Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett. Weekday mornings at 10 on WGNS, AM, FM, and online. Hey, welcome back. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. You can talk or text, whichever you prefer, but be sure and do it quickly because we're in the final segment of the program. Visiting with us this morning from the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office, Sergeant Gary Heron and Public Information Officer Lisa Marchesoni. 
Again, the phone number is 615-893-1450. And we were talking just a little about the School Resource Officers Program and got its start, uh, number one in Tennessee, first one right here in Rutherford County at the Sheriff's Office. And uh, you had some more information about the SRO program. The SROs are welcoming back the students. We have one new SRO, Leanne Ruggles. She's at one of the Laverne, no, she's at one of the Smyrna schools, I think. Um, but she decorated her door like Toy Story. Mm-hmm. And being at an elementary school, that identifies with the kids. The, the SROs really make an effort to identify with the children in their school whether it be high school, middle school, or an elementary school. But they are, you know, they love the kids. They have a passion for caring for the children, and they're just so committed. Um, in the middle schools, particularly, and some of the elementary schools, they teach archery oh. or help coach archery. Mm-hmm. And they've had state championships for their archery teams, and they're just so involved in many ways. They support the extracurricular activities. Um, this summer, I have to give a shout out to SRO Sam Truby. He's one of the ones who had an SRO at his high school and he was encouraged to become an SRO. But during the summer, he had a fundraiser, a bowling event, and raised money to buy clothes for high school and middle school students who may not have had the resources to buy clothes. So they are committed, you know, year-round to taking care of the children. Let's take a phone call here. Good morning. You're on WGNS. How are you today? I'm good, Bart. How are you? Doing great. Thank you for listening. Yes. I want to ask a question. I don't know if uh, SRO uh, officer can answer it or not. But if, if you have a child, he's, what, 14 now, and his dad is doing everything to keep him in school but he's just determined that he's just not going to go to school he's playing hooky he, he's hanging out with other people at their house hiding and his father says if he you know calls juvie juvenile that you know if they go down there that they probably won't do anything and then if they do that they probably he probably be the one to have to pay a fine for him not going and they've taken spanking away, so if he tries to chastise him, uh, you know, he can't do anything with him. So what what can he do? What is it that he can do with this child? That's a good question. What about that? Ma'am, we have a sergeant named Irvin Turner, and he heads a program called Operation Integrity. It's a weekend program. Uh, it's a weekend program where they bring the children and the parents in. The parents stay for a little while and then we spend the rest of the day with the children um if you call me maybe in about 20 30 minutes my number is 615-904-3089 and i can get you the information okay okay and it's a free program all right thank you so much thank you hope that helps you Thanks a lot. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. And good morning. You're on WGNS. Yes, Hi. thank you for taking mm-hmm. my call. Uh, I live in the Southridge uh, neighborhood, and there were some auto burglaries and auto thefts Monday morning. I didn't know if there was any more 
info on that. I know they were two, su- two suspects at large. I didn't know if they'd been apprehended or not. Do you live in the city or the county? I live in the county. Okay. okay. I, um, if you'd like, you can call me later today. My number is 615-904-3089, and I can check for you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Our number is 615-893-1450. We're talking about law and order here in the heart of Tennessee uh, from the perspective of the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office. I, I need to say this right off the bat. Uh, everybody's working together as a team here. I'm, it's, it's so encouraging to see that happening. Sheriff's Office, uh, community, uh, police departments in the municipalities all around, they really work well together. And, and that's good to see. Absolutely. Uh, and you never know, uh, you cross-reference each other, uh, something that one team has, another one might not have, and you share that on a regular basis. Yes. So uh, how is Crime Stoppers? Crime Stoppers uh, is something that uh, is, is very popular and, and has helped so many communities. Tell us a little about how Crime Stoppers is working. Oh, Lisa, I'm not sure who's getting the... Okay. <laughs> um, Crime Stoppers has, was started by Murfreesboro Police Department in partnership with all the other law enforcement agencies. What happens is that if you have information about a crime, you can call Crime Stoppers at 615-893-STOP, which makes it easy for people to remember. And it's answered um, through the hours of 8 a.m., to 4.30 p.m. Monday through Friday, what, and you remain anonymous, they will assign you a number for you to hold on to. And if the tip leads to an arrest and prosecution, you are eligible to receive a cash for your tip from Crime Stoppers. That's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's uh, it's, it goes to show you that... Uh, uh, People who are in crime don't worry about turning in their fellow criminals. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, sometimes that's crucial to solving crimes. Oh yeah, we really depend on people's information in some crimes. So help out. Now that brings along. We hear a lot about the cold case crimes. Uh, J. Paul Newman yes. uh, does a radio show here, and, and they talk about a cold case uh, on a regular basis. Uh, it's easier. I understand from hearing Jay Paul, uh, he talks about how after a few years after the case, people are more at ease to talk about what happened. Yes. So if you have uh, any uh, situation that is bothering you, that you know that you saw something but didn't say anything, is there someone at the sheriff's office that they can call and share that information with? They can call the detective division anytime um, or call dispatch and they will get in touch with a detective. But yes, we are still working on crimes from the 1980s, unsolved murders. So we welcome any suggestions, any kind of information. Very good. Now we have about a minute left in the program. Before we leave, let's uh, sort of remind people again they need to get their applications in for the Sheriff's Citizens Academy. And when is the deadline on that? The deadline is this Friday the 19th. So that's really a deadline. That's two days away. Yes. 
Uh, so, and, and if you want to help with the SCAN program, Senior Citizens Awareness Network, what do they need to do? They can give me a call, and I can direct them to the, the people they need to talk to, which is ET and Clarence guys. Okay. And then once again, for people who uh, are concerned with uh, the people speeding through back-to-school uh, zones and stuff like that, you, first of all, Lisa, you said that uh, agencies from all the municipalities, yes, and Patrol, Patrol. And, uh, they're out in the school zones on a regular basis right now giving out some hefty tickets for people who break the laws. Yes, they are. So, so please slow down and don't talk on your cell phone when you're in that school area. And if you do travel through there on the cell phone or break the speed limit, uh, let's hope you get stopped and uh, everybody else can watch you and point fingers at you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Uh, we have about 20 seconds. Anything else to touch on this morning? Please remember the 9-11 ceremony at 9 o'clock Friday, September 9th at the Sheriff's Office. Very good. Let's all make it a point to be there. Thank you to Public Information Officer Lisa Marshashone for joining us and Sergeant Gary Heron from the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office. Stay with us. Much more to come right here on your Good Neighbor Station. We'll see you tomorrow.